Hi, welcome to the Gay Love Coach Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Ripsinski, your host, and I'm a psychotherapist and dating and relationship coach for the LGBT community. My website is thegaylovecoach.com, and this is one of the very few radio shows out there that addresses LGBT dating, relationships, and sex. So I hope that you've been enjoying the few shows that we've had so far, and thanks for listening in today. So a few weeks back, May 6th, uh, the Huffington Post published an article where they were discussing two surveys that had been conducted by the National Surveys of Family Growth. And in that research study, they'd indicated that gay and bisexual men are reporting fewer sexual partners. That subsequent, however, to their reports also that condom use appears to also be decreasing. And I actually found that to be pretty parallel to my own research that I had done when I was working on my dissertation a few years back, uh, when I was working on my doctorate degree. And my dissertation was about the uh, casual and anonymous sexual encounters of gay men. And the results of my study had indicated that 50% of my sample had indicated that they practice safe sex always. They always use condoms. The remaining portion of that sample had indicated that uh, 45% said sometimes they practice safe sex, and 5% said that they never practice safe sex. So that kind of sent off a little bit of an alarm uh, flag to me. And another thing that I think was very important that came out of my research was also the fact that a big part of that sample were gay men in partnered relationships. And of that sample, 43% had indicated that their partners were aware of their sexual escapades outside the relationship because they had open relationships. And 57%, however, did not tell their partners of their outside sexual encounters. So that really indicates some risk factors, particularly when you compare that with the inconsistent implementation of you know, condoms and safer sex practices from that study, and then with all of these recent research studies coming out discussing condom use decreasing among gay and bisexual men. So that's that's kind of an interesting story that I thought it would be important for us to have a conversation about. And that's what we're really going to be focusing today on in our show, our safer sex practices. Now, before we go any further, I do just want to emphasize that I'm not here to sermonize what you should or shouldn't do with your sex life. You know, I really believe that everybody has the right to be sexual in the ways that they like as long as everybody's on the same page. You know, and that basically means that you're being open, you're upfront about your statuses, you're honest, everybody knows the risks involved, and that everybody involved has informed consent. And that being said, I also believe that we have a responsibility to protect ourselves and the other people that we sleep with. So today's show is is really to try to offer some additional enlightenment on the subject so that you can make more informed decisions about how you want to be sexual. And in my guest portion today, we're going to be talking about reasons about why condom use may be decreasing in the gay and bisexual community. We'll be discussing some of the common excuses and myths that exist about uh, why you know men who may try to finagle out of using condoms and you know just some myths around that. We'll talk about ways to respond to a guy who, in the heat of the moment, says that he doesn't want to use a condom. And then we'll also be discussing ways that you can eroticize safe sex practices in your sex life so, you know, it can be more fun and enjoyable as well. So 
My guest is Cameron Gant, who wrote an article on this very subject. And so let's listen in as we talk with him about this very important subject. We are on the air with Cameron Gant. He is a gay dating coach and matchmaker based in Chicago, and he runs the matchmaking company Instigator. Welcome there, Cameron. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's a pleasure Thank to be here Thank you so much today. for being with us here. Well, I had actually been perusing online, and one of the articles that you had written popped out, and it kind of concurred with other reports that I had seen that a lot of uh, gay men's condom use has started to go down in recent years. And I thought that this would be a good topic to discuss, uh, this being particularly in light with you know, HIV and other STI rates uh, skyrocketing in the community that, you know, our gay men's sexual behavior continues to, um, you know, go down the path of, of unsafe sex. And so I think this is a really important issue for us to be talking about, and I just really appreciate your joining us so that we can kind of chat a little bit about, you know, why we think this is happening in the community, um, kind of talk a little bit about some of the myths that might exist around um around this and also just maybe process a little bit about what might be some fun ways to integrate safe sex into gay men's sexual lives so that you know it it's not so bad <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about you know the article that you wrote about you know your findings and just kind of your thoughts on that most definitely. Well, one of my favorite things to do is just people watch, you know, when I'm in a bar, when I'm out, you know, just anywhere. I'm always just kind of watching to see how people interact with each other. And um, a lot of times, you know, you never know what types of conversations you just kind of pop in on. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember specifically when I wrote I wrote this article uh, for Muse magazine called Why Do Gay Men Dislike? condoms and um it pretty much was birthed from a conversation that I had overheard happening where the guy was like, Oh, you know, it's it doesn't feel good, you know, it's inconvenient, blah blah this, blah blah that and you know, me and one of my friends got to talking about it and he kinda had the same idea and I'm like, Are you crazy? You know mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, you don't I mean, it it's just one of those things where to in today's world you would think that um, it would kind of be integrated into, you know, having sex, and it's really not. And one of the big things that I think the reason is why is because it's it's really not talked about in, like, a casual manner. You know, it's always something that's being discussed on, in, like, a preachy type of tone, like, you should do this and you should do right. that. You know, but it's never talked about casually. And um, that was kind of the idea with this particular article, to try to get on the the average guy just hanging out type level and say hey you know why aren't you doing this you do understand that this is this is what could happen and it's not about just the plain old latex condoms anymore you know there's so many flavors and styles and all types of inspirations going on with these things these days that they're actually it's kind of funny it's kind of cool you know it's almost borderline fetish if I could say so mm-hmm. right. It was just kind of a way to, you know, really bring it out to the open and also introduce a few of my favorite brands that I just thought were just really interesting and just in case they didn't know about them and mm-hmm. you know, see how you can incorporate it into your fantasy. Do you feel like there's almost a complacency that's that's hitting the gay community when it comes to condom use? 
Uh, actually, yeah, I do. Um, it's and uh, it's it's sad to say, but I also I hear a lot of guys say, well, if the other guy doesn't have them, you know, right. I don't think it's my responsibility. And I'm like, well, okay, but right. if, if something should happen, you know, if you should contract a, a STI, you're the one that's going to be in the clinic, mm-hmm. like nervous and shaking and thinking about, oh, what have I done and what about my life now, you know. So I, I don't I, – I, I really do think it's a matter of complacency at this point. I think it's just one of those things that's it's not so much um, – it's just really not discussed in a way to where it doesn't turn people off or make someone feel like they're a bad person. It's not discussed in that type of fun, right. like, yes, this is what it does. It does X, Y, Z. It prevents you from getting STI, but also, you know, it could really bring some spark into the bedroom, you know, just mm-hmm. depending upon what mm-hmm. you're trying to do, so – I think a lot of men, too, have kind of developed the belief that, you know, HIV is really manageable now. It's not like it was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that they're making so many advances in science and technology that there's going to be a cure, you know, just around the corner. And all I have to do is take a pill. I think that type of mentality really seems to be growing. And that, I believe, contributes also to some of the condom use decrease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... You, because you hate to say, because really HIV, like you said, it's not what it used to be. You know, it is manageable. Mm-hmm. People who we're really leave like full active lives. Um, but then there's also the other side that says, would you? Do you really want to put yourself through that? You know, right. it's it's one of those things where it's like it's almost self-preservation. Like you should be taking care. Just like you go to the gym and work out. Just like you read to stay up on current news, you know, you should be incorporating this into your sex life because it's going to keep you healthy, it's going to keep you safe, and it's going to eliminate a lot of stress that could come from, you know, the just possibly contracting something. It could have right. your life really, like, less stressful if you just take care of yourself. It's really, at the end of the day, it's about staying healthy, you know, and taking care of yourself and, you know, you have to look at having sex in that mm-hmm. same light. That's an aspect of your life, and it's something that does need to be taken care of and held in high regard. So. Exactly. And I think, you know, it's it's easy for them to, to brush off that fact that they don't really think about the fact that, um, you know, the costs, the health care costs that this could provide if you did contract HIV. And, you know, I, I think that, side effects that's something that is really elusive to them when when they're in in the heat of the moment with somebody and i i think it really goes back to what you were saying before it's almost you know taboo in the community where we don't really talk about things like this and i i think it is important to have a forum to really be able to talk about this type of a thing mm-hmm. and even yeah. for hiv people to be able to talk about their experiences more too to to kind of mentor and, and help show exactly what is down the road if you're not careful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think the big thing also is if for me to just say personally, I'm I'm not an angel. I've had my own slip-ups as well, and I've also been in a clinic scared out of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not by any means am I saying you have, you have to do this because this right. is the way it is. You know, I'm saying be mindful of it. You know, yes, mistakes might happen, but overall you should be taking care of yourself and holding yourself as number one priority because you never know 
what's you never know what's going to happen. You never exactly. know what's on the other person's mind or what information they're keeping from you, what they haven't told you. It's just a way to kind of keep yourself protected, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have to take that responsibility to protect ourselves. We can't rely on other people to do that. And, you know, there's just a whole host of reasons why condom use has really decreased a lot. And kind of segueing into more of the the myths and the excuses that we might hear from people that, you know, when you're with a guy and you're getting hot and heavy and you're just about ready to have sex, you know, there's a lot of excuses that can start coming out from that. And a lot of them are very similar to the reasons why the condoms aren't being used. But what are some of the excuses that you've heard when you've been out and about in the bar listening in on other people's conversations? <laughs> the biggest thing is, the biggest thing that I've heard is just kind of it ruins the mood. And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to ruin the mood later on if, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you come you come down with something. I don't know that's one of those things that it kind of blows my mind, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're all individuals. We all have our own reasons, but um, if I have a platform to say what I'd like to say about it, I'm always going to say, you know, whenever possible, just take the extra time to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, It doesn't feel natural to you, blah, blah, blah. There's other, it's not just the standard condom now. There's so right. many different variations. I believe one of them that I had spoke about that I actually really like is the um, it's a company called One Condoms and they have um, a brand called Tantric Pleasures which is like inspired by like tribal tattoos so it's got the ribs on it okay. but it's like a design. Um, there's another one called I think it's like 600 Sensations that's it's studded and it's got like 600 studs on it. So I mean there's so many things you go try and play around with and. Mm-hmm. To kind of bring that excitement, you know, if you feel like it's going to ruin the mood or ruin the fantasy of of getting intimate with someone, you know, introduce something extra into the into the picture, you know, to bring it back. You know, I feel like if you can't enjoy that part of your life, having sex and being intimate with someone else, um, there's probably a deeper issue there right. that you can't enjoy yourself without being risky. You know what I mean? Definitely, and I agree with you. I think that, that that's a very common one. I can't feel anything if I use a condom. And like you said, there, there's so many different types of condoms available out there now that it's really more about just experimenting and exploring with what's out there. And on top of that, too, I don't think that necessarily, you know, we need to be so focused on just the penis, too. I mean, there's so many other erogenous zones in the body that if we just explore the whole body from head to toe, there's so many other ways that we can receive pleasure too that it doesn't have to, you know, be a buzzkill completely. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another one that I've I've really heard a lot too is one of the excuses is that, you know, I'm a top and it's hard to get HIV that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while that may be true to some extent that it may be a little bit more difficult to get HIV being the top, it's that's not always the case, too. I mean, there can yeah. still be invisible um, cuts and abrasions on your penis that you can't see with with the eye. And, you know, there's just, it, it's, and I know many, you know, self-proclaimed top men who have HIV, too. So that's that's not something that I think, you know, we have to dispel that type of a myth as well. Yeah, I don't think that's a valid reason. No. <laughs> At all, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's really about. Here's my thing: if you're gonna really like be intimate with somebody, take the time to protect yourself, but protect them because sometimes you may not know. 
you may not know yourself unless you're getting regularly tested, but if you're engaging in all types of risky behavior, you know, you might not know. So it's just good to protect yourself and protect the person you're with, you know, at least right. have that type of respectful mindset. So right. you don't put anyone else in jeopardy. So Cameron, and, what are, what are some suggestions that you might have for people who are actually right in that hot and heavy moment when they're just about ready to have sex and maybe the person that they're with doesn't want to use a condom? What do you think might be some things that they could say to that person in that moment that would help? Uh, just bring it back to the fantasy, say, yeah, I want to show you something. Just wait a second, I want to show you something. The main thing is it's it only takes 30 seconds top. If it, if it takes that amount of time to just put one on real quick, you know. Right. Um, if it's that big of a deal, if that excuse is something that they're sticking to, you may want to con- reconsider what you're doing at that moment. <laughs> and exactly. You know, because most guys, I mean, in, in my opinion, you know, most guys, if they're really good guys, you know, they're not going to protest at that pad. You might get one or two excuses, but if they're really focused on you and really trying to get into something with you, you know, they're not going to mess that up over 30 seconds of arguing mm-hmm. over putting a rubber on. I mean, just, that's kind of one of my red flags that I see. If you're fighting it that much, then there's a reason. That's more of a reason why I should be using it or I shouldn't be here. Right. <laughs> you know. And I think so. you can circumvent a lot of this too if you just, you know, if you're upfront with the person by just saying, you know, I only use condoms, or mm-hmm. have the condoms readily available to you, you know, on the table, or if you bring them with you, and you know, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. You can just pull the condom out and put it on them right away or yourself. You know, yeah. there doesn't have to necessarily be any verbal communication about it. You just go with it, and I think that would really help reduce the risk. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. too, what you had said before, it's about communication. So if the guy says he doesn't want to use a condom, you know, have a little bit of a brief conversation. You know, why don't you want to have safe, safe sex? What does that mean to you? And sometimes, too, you can learn that that person holds a lot of myths that could be corrected just by having a brief conversation. Now, granted, that's going to be a little bit of a buzzkill just before you're ready, you know, to do it. But you know, you yeah. could completely be saving yourself and the other person too. Exactly, I think it's very necessary. So, and then lastly, just wanted to talk a little bit about what are some fun ways that we can use condoms in in our sex lives and in our relationships. How can we integrate them so that it doesn't have to be such, you know, a bore or a hassle? Well, um, again, there's so many different types. Like we kind of discussed earlier, you just kind of got to get out there and explore. I don't think I've used a uh, a regular nude colored condom in like ten years, but only because right. There's <laughs> just so many other assort- assortments out there. <laughs> there's so many out there, so many colors. They've got flavored ones. They've got all types of stuff. Glow in the dark ones, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many out there. So, I mean, take the time, research, see what you like, see what kind of quote-unquote tickles your fancy, you know, ask what your partner likes, you know, does he have a particular preference that he likes to use, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship or if you're dating and you're having sex, you know, just see what's out there, you know, experiment. A lot of times what I found in a lot of the condom brands that I kind of lucked up on came up um 
commuting with my guy, communicating with my guy and seeing what he likes and kind of experimenting together to see what was what was the right combination. And, right. You know, that's just one of those things to where it's almost like uh, um, it kind of instills that confidence that you're going into something new, um, something new together, that kind of bonding experience. But then it's also a funny memory, like, hey, you remember that time we used that that Trojan condiment it burned a hole in me. You know, it's like <laughs> funny. It's like almost a funny story. Also, you know, it's just another a way. I look at it as another way to bond. You know, if I'm at that point with you, um, and I've heard a lot of guys say this, if they're at that point with you, um, this the sex portion of the relationship is just a bonus to the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, to the memories that you're creating. You know, to the rapport that you have with each other. So. It is. And like you said, there's a variety of different condoms, you know, from sin to rib to mm-hmm. flavored to colored. And, you know, and that's what sex should be about. It's about it's being fun. And yeah. that's something that you can definitely do to spice things up. And, you know, use your mouth to, to put the condom on. I think that's, you know, a kind of fun thing. And, and the, the point is to really integrate the condom use into foreplay so that mm-hmm. it's just a natural extension of, of the sex play. Exactly, exactly. What are some other things that you think might be helpful to kind of spice things up? Hmm, spicing things up, and it's so funny. We just had a conversation about this over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You know, aside from the different condoms, the different kinds of condoms out there, we got into kind of recycling old Halloween costumes and started discussing. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) <laughs> a role play, what would it be like if Superman and Green Lantern got it on? <laughs> you know, <laughs> little things like that. You know, I think it just really depends upon, you know, where you are in your relationship. You know, if you're in that experimental phase, if you've already hammered out what you like and what you don't like, if you want to try something new, it's just really taking the time to listen to each other. Right. Um, and also pick up on things, because I notice sometimes guys really – aren't, they're not, um, how do I want to say it, they're not very vocal about certain things because they feel like they're going to be ridiculed or somebody's going to say, oh, that's freaky, you know. So you have to kind of look at, you know, their behavior sometimes and just try to pick one clues and then that's an extra surprise. You've taken the extra step to kind of, quote, unquote, read their mind and kind of get into their psyche, see what they're right. like, and you kind of surprise them because you're touching the zone of of their brain that they didn't, that they probably thought they were hiding from you and you were able to pick up on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether he likes to play games, if he's into the cuffs, if, you know, he wants, likes camping, you know, maybe schedule a trip out to the woods and, you know. Just whatever you can to keep things exciting. I think once things become boring and routine, that's where people get in trouble. Right, absolutely. So it's always important just to keep playing and exploring and spontaneous. And and I think that, you know, again, condoms are not going to always feel like the real thing. However, like you said, there's so many different kinds of condoms out there now that it almost can feel like the real thing. And you know, yeah. I also wanted to mention too a lot of a lot of the myths I or not myths, a lot of the excuses that I find from men who don't want to use condoms too are the fact that, well, you know, they I lose my erection. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, again, if as long as you integrate condom use into the sex play that can into the foreplay that can actually help 
maintain arousal. Mm-hmm. They also have, um, in my last show, we talked about sex toys. You can also integrate like a vibrating cock ring with the condom, which can also help facilitate arousal. So, I mean, there's just all sorts of different things that you can do to integrate more fun, you know, fantasy. You know, that's a huge one, as you were talking about with the role playing and the costumes. You know, that's that's a huge fantasy play aspect there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a story there, isn't there, Cameron? (laughs) So. So I, I thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Cameron. We've, we've talked, touched on some important themes with um, kind of making condoms an, an important feature to our sexual lives and that they can actually be a, a, a supplement to an erotic and healthy sexual lifestyle, whether you're single or or partnered. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you online, Cameron? What's your website? Oh, uh, you can find me at www.instigatorgay.com. Um, definitely have a few things going on for the Pride season, so definitely check out our event section. If you're interested in becoming a match, sign up for the database, and we'll get you out on a few dates. And this is in Chicago? This is in Chicago, um, New York, and we also have a Wings team in Atlanta, Georgia now. So. All right, Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Cameron. It's been very helpful. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure, and um, I think I'll be seeing you soon, hopefully, in the area. love that. Take care. (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. So we covered a lot of territory, and I'd like to take some time now to summarize what Cameron and I had talked about with some extra tips. One of the areas that we talked about were reasons why men may be decreasing their use of condoms in our community. And one of the areas that we talked about was that there may be a complacency developing due to the belief that HIV is a lot more manageable nowadays with the medications that they have. And with the scientific advances talking about a possible cure or a vaccination just around the corner, I think that can also lead to some um, complacency as well. However, we do seem to be making some really positive strides scientifically. However, we still do have a long way to go. I also think too that many men feel burnt out when using condoms over the long haul and it gets to a point where you just begin thinking, Ugh, just, just, just one time, I'll just do it just this once. And that's all it really takes is just once. We also talked about how for some men uh, condoms can make it difficult to establish and maintain an erection and Cameron talked a lot about how many men feel that condoms just, uh, they don't feel good and it, it's hard to feel anything. The heat of the moment can contribute, and I also feel that depression and alcohol and drug use can also contribute due to the fact that these things can cause a person to feel more uninhibited and impair judgment. We also talked a lot about a variety of different excuses that men may use uh, when they don't want to use condoms. Um, On top of the things that we had already mentioned, I would also add things like, um, you know, I'm allergic to latex, and again, there are a lot of non-latex condoms out there. I forgot mine, so you always have one as a backup. Um, They hurt me because I'm too big. (laughs) Um, And another one too is the pull-out method. I think a lot of men have the misconception that if you pull out just before ejaculating, that's a a safe practice. And the the truth of the matter is that HIV is also in pre-cum, and you never know when that's going to leak out, so it, it is a big risk still. And then we also talked a little bit about some responses that you could 
have if you're faced with a situation where somebody refuses to use a condom. And I always advocate just making sure that up front you let the person know that you only practice safe sex and that you only use condoms. Have those condoms readily available. And sometimes you don't even need to communicate it about it at all. Just take the condom out, put it on yourself, put it on him, and then go to town. <laughs> if he still refuses, then I might suggest that you um, practice lower risk sexual activities. And if he still won't do that, then you might just want to bid him farewell and wish him the best in finding another partner who's more compatible with him. And then lastly, we talked a lot about uh, ways that you can integrate safer sex practices into your sex life so that it's more fun and enjoyable. Um, we talked a lot about different ways that you can use condoms in a fun you know, and, and exciting type of a way. For example, you could use your mouth in putting the condom on. And you do that by making sure that you press the reservoir tip of the condom between your lips and you know, put it in your mouth in the, in the shape of the O, obviously. And then you push the condom down on the penis using your tongue or your hand as a guide. And if you want to perfect your skill before you actually try it, then you, know, you can always practice on something like a dildo or a cucumber. Anything like that will work. <laughs> Please don't forget that the entire body is an erogenous zone, so you know it's important not to focus just genitally, it's important to just explore, be adventurous with your partner, and find all sorts of different ways that you can experience pleasure. Cameron also talked a lot about the fact that there's so many different varieties and forms of condoms nowadays. There's things, there's thin, there's flavored, there's scented, there's a whole plethora of different condoms out there. And there are even condoms now to where they're so thin that it can almost mimic raw sex. So there's really not an excuse at this particular point. And again, it's all about having fun with it. Um, you know, make sure that, you know, share your fantasies with your partner. Um, blindfold your partner and the two of you could have a taste test <laughs> of uh, choosing, you know, what flavor condom that, that you're tasting at that point. You could even create a, a safe sex play shop, for example, which would mean, you know, create a box or a drawer and just fill it with all sorts of safe sex paraphernalia like condoms and latex gloves and dildos and uh, rubber dental dams for rimming or vibrators, lubrications, you know, make it fun, ha have fun with it. I also think that if you have a difficult time with condoms, another strategy that you can use, like I said with Cameron, was to, you know, use a vibrating cock ring because that can add some extra sensation and always make sure to put a little dab of lubrication in the reservoir tip of the condom before you put it on you know just a little bit and then that can add with the sensation when you are having penetrative sex it'll create more sensation with the friction so oh and the other thing that I wanted to mention too is try different positions you know if you Try, you know, explore and be adventurous with different positions, you may find that there are certain positions that help you feel more sensation. Squeeze, the, the bottom who squeezes his legs tighter will also help the top feel more sensation in the condom. And, you know, I guess to help eroticize condoms too, what I might suggest is maybe practice masturbating with a condom, because then that way you can learn what motions that you like and what feels best, and then you can generalize and apply that with your partner when you are being sexual. So what this all really boils down to is just making sure that you know who you are as a sexual person and know what your limits and your boundaries are. And one thing that I might recommend as an action challenge now is make a list of safer sex activities that you'd really like to try 
and then make a list of unsafe ones that you would want to make safer or avoid altogether. And then maybe write a little bit about how you change this and still be able to make sex more erotic. I want to thank Cameron very much again for joining me. And if you are ever in need of the services of a matchmaker, feel free to check out his website, instigator.com. And if you need any type of dating, relationship, or sex coaching, please also free, feel free to drop me a line at brian@thegaylovecoach.com. I thank you very much once again for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I look forward to seeing you next time.